this is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Uh, this is the Ask Adam Anything episode, so before we do that, let's get into the housekeeping. Guys, go to the YouTube channel, the Michigan Maniac Podcast YouTube channel, subscribe there. I'll be putting all new episodes up there soon. Also, go to the Facebook fan page and the Instagram fan page at Michigan Maniac Podcast title. Uh, the Instagram or the Facebook, you can leave me questions that you would like me to answer. Um, there's one question that I will answer here earlier, but I missed it. Uh, I missed it on the last episode, so I, I just wanted to know I saw it. But anyways, before we get started with all that, uh, if you guys want a free sticker, please go to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever platform that you listen to, and it'll allow you to rate and review, or hell, even go to the fan page. Go to the Michigan Maniac Podcast fan page and leave a review there. Um, hit me up in my Instagram DM. Let me know your full name, your address, and what platform you did it on. And I will totally send one out. I've been loving doing it. I'm actually kind of getting low. I might have to reorder some more, which is awesome. Uh, so let's get to it. So this one, I'm actually starting to like this episode. I can see why all these other podcasts do a uh, mailbag. Um but I tried not to be like any of these other episodes, but I do like this, so this probably is going to stick around. But last week, uh, a guy named John Ramos asked me a question, and in all the uh, myths of getting up a new episode and all that, I totally missed it. And John asked me, would, this, would the stadium blow up if Ronnie Bell caught his first ball? Would it be a touchdown? Well, it wasn't a touchdown, but they did kind of blow up. They are very excited for him. Uh... I don't know when we're going to have a wide receiver who's going to catch over 100 yards. Uh, the big game pregame Maryland is up right now. Uh, so I would say this this week is the biggest chance that we have, only because Maryland's ranked 124th in the nation against the pass for passing yards. So that's what I would say. If we're going to have one, it will be this week. And I'm going to say that it's, you know what? Ooh, I don't know which one it could. I don't know which one it could be because if <laughs> Shea could throw the ball downfield, it could be Nico Collins easy because they could get one fifty-yard pass and then we just hit him up. I always say it's going to be Nico Collins. I've I've been riding this guy all season. I big hopes for this kid. I think he's going to do it. Um, I always say he's going to be our first hundred-yard receiver because I don't think Ronnie Bell's playing this week. And why should he? If he's hurt, let him sit out. We don't really need him against Maryland. <laughs> Uh, so let that be, because getting fully healthy for Michigan State. So let's get into these questions, right? Um, oh, I have one. Uh, there was a guy. Let me see. Actually, let's do let's do some of these other these other ones here real quick. Uh, so it's kind of a personal one on this one. He goes, "I've got one for you." This is. Uh, K&R Homes Maintenance. I don't know what the guy's name is. I forgot what the guy's name is on this one because he didn't leave it. And I sent him a sticker, but I don't have that in front of me. So, let's do this. Forbid the kind of clunkiness right now because I'm still trying to uh, master how to flip back and forth on my phone without fucking up my uh, recording. So, here we be. Uh, 
Okay, I got one for you because I also have a son. I can tell you're proud of his career, of his career choice as well as you should be. It's fucking awesome on a lot of levels, but as a father, do you fear the situation he'll be in and how do you get past it? Uh, much respect to your son and for you raising a real man. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. My, if some of you don't know, my son is in the Navy. Shout out to my son Hunter Brewer and his buddy Glasgow out there uh, and all the Navy guys that are listening. He is right now in the EOD program where he's trying to. Uh, he's got a few things that he's got to accomplish first, but I know, God willing, with the focus that this kid has, he's going to make it. And the EOD is the explosive portion of the Navy where it's basically the hurt locker. Uh, they learn how to defuse anywhere from a firecracker to a nuclear bomb is kind of what I can say or I can't really go into much more I guess and to be quite honest I don't really know what much more they do they're kind of like Navy SEALs that know how to defuse bombs that scares the living shit out of me to be quite honest because uh, I only have one son uh, even if I had numerous I only have one hunter right um, he is my everything like I love that kid I put so much time into him that yes, that scares the life out of me. But, like I've always told people when they've asked me this question, this is actually a good question. I don't mind answering this one first. Is uh, I would rather have my son live a life that he fully realizes, that he longs, I mean, that he just loves being a part of. That every day he wakes up, it's something that he wants to do. And let's say he only lives to uh, he lives a short life. Let's say something wrong goes on. God forbid. And he only lives to be 30. Well, those 30 years is a year. Every year he lived was a year that he loved. And a year that he wanted to do. I would much rather have that. Than him live to be 90. And uh, regret every second of it. Because I'll be honest. Um, regrets the worst thing in the world you could ever deal with or you could ever live with so I'd much rather know that my son lived a glorious life that he wanted to live than a life he regretted even though it was long so that's how I'll um, I'll answer that one uh, make sure I'm still recording here and yes I am perfect uh, so let's get back to the real, well, not real questions, but to more of the sports questions that won't make me cry. Um, yes, and real men do cry, uh, even though I would still call them a wussy. So please feel free to call me one because that's how I feel right now. Um, but so let's get into this king of college football. Uh, guys, if you don't follow him on Instagram, please do. Uh, fantastic dude. Always great questions. Um, so hit him up and enjoy. Uh, the first one he asked, do you have any concerns about the passing game? Seems like the run game has really come together, but, uh, we don't throw too much even after the rain stopped. <laughs> yeah. And does it really matter? And really matters for OSU. It does, it does matter for Ohio. True. And like I said in the big game, pregame Maryland, which pretty much ended up being just a, uh, prelude to the big game pregame <laughs> Ohio State but yeah I think uh, it really matters for Ohio State uh, but we've been blessed with three 
very winnable games leading up to Ohio State where our passing can get back, can get on track and really fine-tune it. And um, that's one thing I have concerns about. The only the only real concern is it. we haven't really seen Shea do much now that he's become this leader, now that he's really involved and moving. So can he make the throws that need to be made? And... Uh, the eight he only threw against Notre Dame, he still hung in there in the pocket, took that big hit to do, to get that ball to uh, DPJ. He can make good low to mid uh, yardage passes. He can get some zing on it. You know, he can really he can surprise some people with that with that arm strength. But once it goes over twenty yards, good luck. He's got to pucker that little butthole up so tight that he muster every little bit of energy he has to toss that thing over 25 yards and it still never outruns you know never out our, ah, I can just say this right our, our running backs never can run underneath it they are always coming back for it so his arm strength would be my one concern but overall though if he's hitting on all cylinders I think our passing game is good enough to beat Ohio State, and it's way good enough to destroy Wisconsin, not Wisconsin, but Maryland. Um, the other question is, is McGrone the best defensive player we have? Uh, he believes that Hutchinson is. Uh, you know, I'll be honest, I, he's if he's not, he's fast becoming, uh, in my opinion, I don't know, right? Like, I'm a big Hutchinson guy as well, but... <laughs> Right now, I I would say yes. I, I as shocking as that is to say, because I was really uh, at the beginning of this season, I really expected Hutchinson and uh, Uche to completely dominate, and they're doing it. Don't get me wrong. I said in the in the uh, reaction episode of Penn State, I compared Aiden Hutchinson to Chase Young. Granted, yeah, he doesn't have the sacks yet, but he's as athletic. He is fast. He's big. He's smart. He's all those things that Chase Young is. He just is a sophomore. Chase Young's a, a junior, or a, I mean, he is on his way to becoming one of the more dominant players in the Big Ten or even in the country. So I would say McGrone only because McGrone seems to be in on or you see him flash on so many plays. But I think it's one A and one B right now. I don't think you can go wrong with saying either McGrone or Hutchinson. But I would give the slight edge to McGrone only because linebackers, uh, traditionally this linebacker uh, position is dominated. Like he really is all over the place. Um, then the biggest test besides Ohio. This guy is le uh, the king of college football is leaning towards Indiana. Now, I, I, I would always say Michigan State because Michigan State will, even if they had no legs, they would still fight and bite and pull and do anything that they could to absolutely beat us, right? That's the only thing that I can't say about Indiana. To be on quite honest, Indiana's schedule is garbage. Uh, they've played nobody. It's very, it's it's on par of stinky, just like Minnesota's schedule. I mean, they're awful, just stinky, stinky teams. And the, the real teams that they have played, the two losses are Ohio State and Michigan State. And those are, you know, I mean, not obviously Ohio State's the class of the Big Ten right now, but Michigan State's awful. And you're going to lose to Michigan State? You barely beat 
uh, what was it, Maryland? He barely beat Maryland, and he barely beat uh, Nebraska. Not great victories. Not impressive one bit. Not at all. Awful, actually. So I don't really think Indiana. Indiana always likes to play as hard at, in Bloomington. Well, they play as hard regardless. But that is only because we play Indiana as a trap game every fucking year before we play Ohio State. So partial is because we're looking ahead. And also, too, and more importantly, we didn't have the mental stability or the mental makeup or the mental fortitude to uh, be able to stomp them into the fucking ground like we should every year. And I think this year is going to be that year that we do that. I think we dispatch them pretty easily. I think we're going to make we're going to embarrass them because I really do think that the this Michigan team is different mentally than the other teams. I really do. I think our our from our running backs to our quarterback to our wide receiver to everyone on that team, our defensive line, offensive line, they all know now what it takes to actually win and to focus and be for one another and all that kind of baloney that you never had that in 2016 even though we were super talented i don't think wilton spate was the rah-rah get him type i think wilton spate was more of a spoiled brat i don't think i don't want to believe shea is i i you see the leadership in shea now you know what i mean i i bag on him a lot but that's one thing that he is he is a leader so i'll give him that and i think because of that you'll see a difference um Let's see. So this is what I knew people were going to. Not that the king saying this, but um, Michigan is amazing. Kill Notre Dame. A lot of other fans think Notre Dame was overrated, which, which is true. Is it maybe a combination of both? No. As we kicked their ass, right? Like, I don't care if they weren't ready for the game or not. That's not our job. Our job isn't to give a fuck if Notre Dame was ready to play on that day. But last time I checked, they were ranked. They were ranked eighth in the nation. Uh, I know the Paul Feinbaums of the world and the grouchy Michigan contingency are going to be like, well, they did this and they didn't have their best ride. It was in the raid and blah, blah, fuck off. Seriously, just shut up with it all. Because they... We shut down their pass. We did everything we needed to do to make Ian Book look and make it seem like he's looking for ghosts out there. Claypool had two fantastic catches, but that was it. And then the other kid only had two catches towards the end of the, of the uh, end of the game. I think his name was Jenkins or something. But I mean, what else do you want from us? Like we've dominated. That was a complete and total victory. And the King is right. Michigan is awesome. We are awesome. Well, this is the team that we've wanted. So let's quit shitting on them and let's let's go with it. The King's right. We need Michigan's awesome. And anybody who else says that Notre Dame was overrated, you just hate Michigan and uh, you'll say and do whatever you want to bag on Harbaugh and everything else. So you know, fuck off. Um, has Shea actually progressed a bit? It looks like he has and is running a bit more. I did notice he handed the ball off. Well, okay. So has he progressed? Uh, I would say he's back to last year, right? So that's good. Um, actually, you know what? He has progressed. I'll tell you that. He has progressed because in big games last year, Shea Patterson wilted to a certain extent, right? And in the Notre Dame game, when we were down, he wilted. When we were down against Ohio State, he wilted. And he wilted once again against Florida. All games that we trailed. Well, he didn't do that against Penn State. Yes, the first play of the game wasn't great, but after that, 
and even from the second quarter to on to the fourth, Shea Patterson was not the reason why we lost that game against Penn State. He did everything he needed to do to get us that win. Normally, last season, he wouldn't have done that. He would have been more of the Wisconsin Shea Patterson than what we saw what we saw in that Penn State game. So yes, I would say Shea Patterson, um, and I would like to believe because I'm a narcissist probably, but I want to believe that he listens to this podcast and he hears the constructive criticism that I give him on a weekly basis because he knows that I truly admire the fact that he reads the blind people and he pushes fat people in carts. And he decided that he was really going to boost his game up so he can make me happy. I know that's what he did. I have that belief. We're growing as people here. So, with that being said, um, yes, Shea has grown a bit. He has, and only in that way, though. Uh, the skill set's still the same, to be quite honest. Uh, arm strength, though. You can't, well, you can't coach arm strength, right? You either have it or you don't. Um, let's see here. Is Minnesota legit? No, they're not legit. I think they're going to finish just like you do, King. I think they're going to finish with three losses. I really do. I don't see them beating uh, Iowa. I don't see them beating Penn State. And I think they have one more team that they got to play. Oh, Michigan State or something like that. Uh, the three very losable games coming up. And I, I don't. I don't. I do not think they're legit. If they beat Penn State, then okay, good. I'll give them some credit. I will. And uh, But Tony Robbins' detached penis... P.J. Fleck is not a coach I believe in. I think anytime you have to do fucking inspirational quotes like you're a fucking Facebook meme through every goddamn fucking interview you do, you're just a fake fucking phony. I don't believe it. I think his type of motivation is for small-minded idiots. So, no, I, I don't. I think they're phony as fuck. And I can't wait to watch Penn State put 90 on them. That would be the only time I'll really vote or I'll really cheer for Penn State. What is the team's greatest strength and what is its greatest weakness? Well, that is a fucking good question. Um, I'm going to answer it like this now. It's going to be a little bit different, right? Because it's basically the same answer, but it's different. Okay? And I, I'll say this. So the first half of the, of, the, of, the, of the season, right, our greatest weakness was our mental stability. We had no faith in one another. They had no belief that they could do anything outside of the Ann Arbor, uh, the outside of A2. They couldn't do it. They did not believe in themselves. They didn't believe in the system. And there's probably some infighting or whatever. They were a weak, fragile-minded team. Because I do believe uh, those losses last year from Ohio State and then on top with the, with the bowl game, it, like I told you, losses like that eat away at a man's soul, right? They, they tend to corrupt and rot from, with, from outside in. I mean, from inside out. So, yeah, our mental stability, our biggest weakness uh, at the beginning of the season. Um, our greatest strength, though, at the beginning of the season was our athletic, our athletic ability because we, lot of, we won a lot of those games just because we had better talent than they did, right? It was just plain and simple. We were faster, we were bigger, we were smarter, we were fat, everything. We just had a better overall team because we were more athletic than the teams we faced. Now, I would say our greatest and our... We're cultivating a great mental stability 
So I say by the time Ohio State gets here, our greatest strength is going to be our mental stability, our mental outlook, our mental toughness. That's what I want to say our greatest strength is. And a continuing and our greatest weakness, I don't think we'll have one by that time. I really don't. I know I'm foolish. That's why it's called the Michigan Maniac Podcast. But I really do believe we have the, the talent, we have the speed, we have the knowledge, we have the coaching, we have everything that we need. All we're really missing was our greatest weakness was was mental toughness. Now that we have that, well, I don't think we're going to lose. I don't think I think that is now our greatest strength. And by the time we play Michigan, by the time we play Ohio State, I'll either be right or I'll be wrong. Because you need a mentally strong team to beat probably the number two team in the nation, Ohio State at that time, maybe even number one. Um. What are your thoughts on Glasgow? I have seen him make some great plays, but I also have noticed, yeah, he does get burnt. But you know what? Glasgow is the is the uh, improved version of Brandon Watson. Brandon Watson, I think, probably would have been a much better impact player if he was a linebacker last year instead of uh, cornerback safety, whatever the fuck they had him as. Because he Because here's the thing. Same thing with Glasgow. He looks great in games. He should look great, and in the like, depending on the competition, on on teams we should beat and de- just destroy. He looks really good, and a very low chance of getting burned. Uh, when we play really good teams, he looks good, but there are great chances that he's going to get burned, right? Because he is one aggressive. Uh, he's way he's way aggressive like that. That uh, hesitant, what was it? That uh, the tight end drag that they had, the play action tight end drag, uh, Notre Dame scored that touchdown on. That was Glasgow's position. That was his area, but he totally bit. Even when he he was never going to make the play, and he still bit. So against good teams, his aggression can be taken again, used against him. Against bad teams, his aggression is a positive. Either way, uh, I don't. Know, I like him. <laughs> you gotta like a kid who just fights so hard like that, right? And you get to him mentally, and you you coach him up a bit. See, that's where that's why these coaches get paid nine million dollars, two million dollars, five million, whatever the fuck these other coaches get paid other than Harbaugh. That's why you get coach. That's why you get good coaches to coach these motherfuckers up. Say, hey, listen, dumbass, be aggressive, but be aggressive this way, not that way. Hold your fucking line. Hold your area. Do this because you're not Superman. You're Jordan Glasgow, right? Let's not confuse ourselves. One of the great families of the Michigan era, but still, you're not as fast as McGrone, so slow down. Just play your area. We'll do great things. So I think it's a coaching thing, but I like I like Glasgow. I think he's pretty good. Um, all right, okay, this will be the last one because I got to get moving. I got to catch that plane. I'm heading out to London, guys. I said it on the uh, big game pregame um, for Buddy's 50th birthday, so... We will get moving with this question here. Let me just double check. Make sure we're still recording. Yes, we are. Fucking awesome. Okay. So, with that, let me get back to my thingy here. Oh, great. Of course, I would lose it. Okay. Um, I think what he was trying to say... Oh, this was not put together very well. I'm sorry, guys. I have not done a very good job in this episode with the questions but I do love this so okay the last question uh, somebody sent in um, around college football generally who is your playoff oh who is in your playoff at the end of the season favorite team without winged helmets to watch uh, 
so two very good questions. Um, I really do believe, well, obviously, fucking, I, I believe LSU is probably the best team in the nation right now. I really do. And people say, oh, Ohio State, much better team. Well, who have they played? Go through, uh, go through LSU's fucking schedule. They have played a way harder schedule than Ohio State has. And they're a much better team. Um, LSU, of course. Um, Alabama, even if Alabama loses to LSU, I can guarantee you the college football people will find a way to get Alabama into that fucking playoff. Somehow, some way, they will find a way to get them in there. The only thing that we can hope for is Alabama loses three games. If they don't lose three games, they're in. So they can lose LSU and then lose the the SEC championship game and still make the playoff. So just get ready for Alabama, LSU, um, Clemson, and I don't know whoever that fourth one will be because that's going to get tricky because Michigan's going to beat Ohio State. So you're going to have a one-loss Ohio State team. Um, maybe them because, I mean, I'm sure that will be good enough for them. Well, I don't know. If Ohio State loses to us and Penn State loses to Ohio State, yeah, I guess Ohio, I don't know what goes on from there. So I'm not going to get into the, the fucking weirdness of that. But maybe Ohio State, maybe uh, Oklahoma, if they can pull off the rest of the win, the win out and win their – do they even have a title game in the Big 12? If they have a Big, title, a Big 12 title game, then they win that. Um I don't really see anybody else being good enough. Maybe Oregon, if Oregon shocks the world and does something phenomenal, but I don't even think they have anybody tough on their schedule from here on out. So, and then no one's going to be like, oh, you won the Pac-12? Woo, look at you. You beat Washington. Whoa, slow down, world beaters. Uh, so, no, I, I think the Pac-12 gets ousted. So, yeah, I think uh, uh, LSU, Alabama, Ohio State and Clemson will be the four. I hate Ohio State. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Um, but if we were in position, I think this Michigan team can go in and make some noise. That's why I would be – that's why I have always wanted an 18 playoff. That would allow a team like Michigan, who starts slow, finds themselves, can really get in and make some fucking noise. That's why I need – that's where it needs to change. Um, my favorite team to watch, if it's not Michigan, fuck. I would say LSU. I yeah, I they are just a lot of fun to watch right now. That Joe Burrow is phenomenal. They got a good defense, great wide receivers, good running game, great quarterback. Um, the defense is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoy watching uh, LSU. Uh, I'm beginning to hate almost every team in the Big Ten right now. I just because. I just just can't stand them. I it's hard for me to cheer for anyone in the Big Ten outside of Michigan. Um, but yeah, that's it. So guys, um, I have a, I love this segment. It'll be produced better when I I'm not worried about missing a flight. But uh, you know, guys, thank you so much for being fans. It has been a fantastic ride. I love every second of this. Um, so this has been uh, Ask Adam Anything, which has been fun. Uh, but also, guys, you can send your 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 uh, questions to me at uh, the Michigan Wolverine Podcast or the Michigan Maniac Podcast Instagram. Uh, also on the Michigan Maniac Podcast fan page, send me questions. Uh, I'll do. I'm going to do this from now on because I really like it. Uh, 
Um, so thank you guys. Thank you for everybody who has participated in sending me the questions. I also love voicemails. Voicemails. Um, guys, want a free sticker? Leave a good review or hell, just leave a review. Let me know where it is and I'll send it out to you guys. Uh, once again, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.